Hey, y'all, it's Christy Gessler, the dependent realtor. Hey, thanks for coming back. Uh, I promised you the last episode we were going to talk about what happened the next morning. So um, just going to recap. I was, I was giving you all the story of, of my first evening uh, in detox and rehab. And uh, interesting interesting life lessons and situations there. So if you didn't listen to the other one, you might want to catch the front end of the story. Now you hear about what happens when I woke up the next morning. But I'm in my... Uh, my safe zone, right? You're, you're in a room, you're in a, you're in a hospital, you're in a, a, a protected area. The funny thing is, uh, just as much as people are, are, are uh, inhibited from coming to you, you can't leave. <laughs> so it's a little bit of a prison feel for a moment. And you got that message pretty clearly, the way they managed um, the, the structure of your day. So I woke up that next morning, um, groggy, not really hungover because you're under a lot of other meds. And of course, throughout the night, I think I was brought a couple different medications and um, just kind of blindly took or did or whatever they asked me to do. I didn't even really question it. Um, but woke up the morning, realized kind of how breakfast worked, um, wandered around a little bit, saw people just kind of like laying in the hallway. Um, that seemed to be okay with most of the staff, although it was beautifully clean as much as it I guess could be for that situation but but there was a few other of the of the guests you're not really a resident you're not an inmate I don't know what you are I guess you're a patient um client uh who knows uh coming out of their rooms as well kind of going into a general gathering room at the end of the hallway um so you had two choices through your day you could be in the general room uh general population or you could go back to your super safe room, but at no point could you have a door locked or closed um, or, or anything like that. And I, I quickly learned if you want to take a shower, you do it supervised. Um, there are no razors there. That was, that was interesting too, especially after quite a few days. One pretty. Anyway, another topic. Um, but you, uh, you, you, you are not, you're, you, nothing is yours anymore. I, I went in with zero possessions. And everything that I did have, the clothes on my back were promptly taken and put in a, a, a grocery sack and put in storage. So it's it's pretty it's pretty shattering and pretty eye opening, um, but again in a good way. And so I, I was down in the the room, hanging out, figuring out how to get a cup of coffee, and uh, looked like there was some cereal and things available. Uh, sitting out, kind of felt like sort of like a little you know when you go and you have a uh, continental breakfast at you know. Hotel Express, whatever, and you have a great, great breakfast. It's kind of what I felt like it was, and not realized quickly it wasn't. But as the other people were coming in, I, I was kind of curled up in a little ball in the corner in a chair, sipping my black coffee, hoping that I might be able to just figure out what was going on or just try to look and learn and listen, I guess. And uh, throughout that day, I started to kind of settle into the routine and understood that you didn't go anywhere unless you had really, really good behavior. And only then did you get a wristband to go to the cafeteria to get any food. And if you uh, obviously had a problem, that was going to be revoked pretty quickly. So, of course, then I, I'm competitive. And over the course of these podcasts, you'll learn why um, as well. But then I learned, well, how fast can you get one of those bracelets to get down to lunch? And that was my goal. What did I have to do? To get a to get a bracelet to get me some access, but long story short, I figured out the routine and and uh, one of the most amazing things came out of that experience though, and it all goes back to the number eight because I remember I mentioned to you I went into rehab on November the eighth of two thousand seventeen, 
when I was in the uh, general population living room, there was eight other patients in there at the same time. And through the days that we were there, we started to bond and talk. Got a lot of time on your hands because you're allowed to be in one of two places, your room or this room. So you watch TV and maybe play some cards or play games or sleep or, you know, maybe go to counseling. That, that happens later down the road. You end up having to go to counseling together. But we started to bond. And a uh, quick story, this group, we called ourselves The Breakfast Club, and everyone in that group identified exactly with the movie character from the movie. Um, Y'all can pick maybe which one you think I might have been, but there was um, the jock and the um, introverted crazy girl, and there was the the big lovable guy. There was the one that was always the screw-up um, that was real edgy and, and, and thought he was cool. Um, there was the... Uh, suburban housewife that was the real estate broker that maybe shouldn't have been there, maybe didn't fit in with everybody else, but actually she fit in just fine in the end. Anyway, long story short, we became like the Breakfast Club, and um, that was a very, very inspirational group of people. I will only always know their first names, but I will always remember those names. I will remember each person that I spent time with there, and they gave me a lot of inspiration to never mess up, to never end up back, in that environment again, even though I have to say being there was one of the most rewarding experiences of my whole life. And I'll share with you as we go down the road as to why, but um, in the next episode, I'm going to talk to you about going home after being with the Breakfast Club and being safe and insulated and with my nurse, Gina, who was probably my savior through the whole thing. She explained things to me. She was a recovering addict herself, and she connected with me in a way that I'll never forget. So we'll talk more about that in the next episode and how I left that pretty safe environment to go back to the big bad world. So I appreciate you you listening so far. Um, part of this podcast process is going to be therapeutic for me. I hope to find some humor as we go along as well. Um, but it's going to be raw and real, and I want to openly share things again, so hopefully you can connect. And uh, as we go along, we're going to offer resources as well. If you find yourself thinking that some of this stuff is kind of hitting home a little close, um, that's a good thing. And, and we're going to give you some resources to help you out. So thanks for listening again. This is Christy Gessler, the dependent realtor. And the next time you'll hear about going home.